Welcome to Ask the Tech Coach, brought to you by the TeacherCast Educational Network. If you are in charge of professional development and looking to build an innovative digital learning experience, this is the podcast for you. Join us each week as we uncover strategies that tech coaches are using to drive their digital transformations one classroom at a time. And now for your host, with over two decades of experience working with tech coaches and edtech companies from all around the world, Jeff Bradbury. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is Ask the Tech Coach podcast, episode number 96. Today, we're going to be talking all about how we are training our new teachers, both physically and virtually this summer. And I have my favorite co-host with me, Susan Vincents. How are you today? Welcome to the show. I am great. Here we are. Another week. We're um, heading toward the end of June. Can you believe it? You know what? <laughs> I, you just said it. Here we are again. And, and I'm going to echo two things that I heard this past week at our Tech Coach Roundtable meetings that happen every single Wednesday night. And of course, you guys are welcome to join. You know, Susan, you say here we are again, but there's so many tech coaches out there that are actually saying, oh my goodness, in two to three weeks, we're back because they've been out for a while. I mean, there are school districts out there that are starting in the middle of July this year. Yes, we have one of our campuses, our Indiana campus, which most of us are in Kentucky. Our Indiana campus starts in mid-July, so we're already ramping up for that. So, you know, I kind of have a lot to share on this topic because we're working on it. That is a long <laughs> drive to go between buildings for any tech coach, I gotta tell you. Now, when we're looking at these things, I know that, you know, having conversations with other tech coaches, having conversations in my district, the question is what is new teacher orientation going to look like? How do we start to train both physical and virtual? What do you say about this? Should we be thinking already about having new teacher orientation be virtual? I mean, could you imagine uh, being a new teacher and never having gone going into your classrooms? I can't imagine. I mean, obviously, not many of us, if any, have had that experience because this is all new territory. So, you know, this is just the stuff that my team and I are discussing as we speak throughout these days. Um, I've been at school off and on this week. Um, kind of back at it and hashing out those questions and what this is really going to look like. And I know in the last couple of weeks, we've been making up videos and a whole professional learning uh, platform at my school district. I've been making how to do Google Classroom videos, how to do Adobe Spark videos. I've got a team of tech coaches now that I'm working with that are doing some pretty amazing work to get our teachers ready, to get them interested. And what we're, you know, one of the things that we're doing is the traditional overview. What is Google Classroom, right? That's button pushing 101. But we're doing two other styles of video. You know, we're doing the how do you use this in your classroom? But we're also now creating how do you do this virtual? Yes. And I think both of those are very, very important. And if possible, they should try to go hand in hand as much as you can. And, and, and you know, training these teachers virtually and physically again, hand in hand, just like we teach our students. Um, you know, we need to know how to do it within our classroom, but we need to extend it, you know, if we have to turn on that remote mode all of a sudden or just now, make, it, make it seamless and use them both at the same time. 
Well, exactly. Having this ability to do both. And I think that starts at new teacher orientation. I remember last year going to new teacher orientation, sitting there in a large room, meeting everybody. And I was overwhelmed. I was so bombarded with so much information and content and people's names and who's who. And, oh, the person sitting next to me is my supervisor. Oh, my goodness. What all these all these people that you don't realize that you're talking to. And on the same time, now teachers are faced with another level, right? They're not only faced with the how, what, why, when, but they're worrying about the, the bigger H in the world, which is health. How do you keep yourself healthy? How do you keep your room healthy? How do you keep your students healthy? There's a lot of stuff that we now need to be doing. Even though I've been doing this for over almost 20 years, I still feel like I'm going to be a new teacher again this year because of everything that's brand new. Oh, yes. It's it's just going to be huge for veterans and new people um, involved. And like you said, you know, can you imagine just coming into orientation and maybe not even entering the building? At my school, we're at a private school. And right now, as of whatever today is, June 19th, 2020, we're planning to actually try to start on time. Um, logistics are work, being worked out still as to you know, how many are going to be in a room at the same time, but, you know, it's going to be still the logistics of training these teachers and finding a place to put them to train them face to face, because we want to build that rapport and relationship um, that we keep talking about and, you know, doing that face to face, just like a kindergarten teacher coming in with those initial kindergartners, you want to develop that relationship face to face if at all possible, before you have to maybe go back online. You know, last week at our meeting, we had a new tech coach, somebody who's you know, who was teaching in a building and now recently got, uh, I, I don't know, should we keep saying promoted into being a tech coach? I don't know what the right words are there, but, <laughs> but going to be a tech coach for the first time in that building. And we talked a lot to this particular person all about creating those different kinds of relationships, right? Like you already know the teachers, they know you, but now you're in a different role. Yes. And I always looked at new teacher orientation as that fresh start. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're, when you're new into a district and you've got teachers who have been there five years, 10 years, a hundred years, and you say, hi, I'm the tech coach. This is what I would like to do for you. It's different. When you go to new teacher orientation, and let's face it, many tech coaches are teaching at new teacher orientation. This is your chance to actually look at a brand new crop of 20, 30 teachers and go, hi, this is what we do. Yes. These are the expect, you know, you have a chance to check that out. And I remember my first year at my previous district, it was, hi, I think this is what we're doing. And I got 20, 30 people to, to meet. And then the next year I had 20, 30 more. And by the, you know, by the time four years went by, you know, I had 150 or so teachers that were, this is the way the tech coaching position works. Yes. This is how it is. And that's how I started to grow my program as I was, uh, you know, infecting other classrooms. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's huge of just getting that. I mean, this is going to be starting my third year at the this at my current school um, school system. And, you know, I'm feeling that now. In fact, I was talking to my boss today and having my evaluation meeting and we were talking about how relationships have kind of evolved now. You know, I have this group of teachers now that came in when my coworker and I did three years ago and 
you know, we're kind of off and running and they're starting to see this, the administrators are starting to see some change in the school system and how things are run and, you know, how we're integrating technology and obviously how we turned on the switch quickly and went into the remote learning. One of the things that we always do with our teachers is overwhelm them. I keep saying this, right? Oh, absolutely. Now, I remember with my previous district, we created a new teacher Google site, and it had all these different things. It had the videos. It had the the, the presentation slides. And, you know, I got to say, the thing that kind of bothered me about all these new teacher orientations is we sit these teachers in a room for eight hours at a time, and we go over everything. Mm-hmm. clearly it it worked to a point, but two hours into it, you're just glazed over for the next six hours. Right. Even as the presenter, we're glazed over because we can see the glaze on their face. I mean, we, we did a good job. You know, we had a new presenter every hour. It was different, but you know, you get it. You do the curriculum, you do the technology, you do the sign in, you do the, I can't sign in, please help me. You do, you know, all of those things to put your best foot forward. It's difficult. So let's talk a little bit about this here because I think, I think we, we do have a balance point. How much stuff is on the website that let's face it, people may or may not look at and how much of this is going to be in your face. We need to do, I believe that with new teacher orientation, you really only need a handful of things. Can you log in? Can you find help? And where can I find you to then go push myself into your class and meet you? And I know, you know, you're setting up the, the expectations and guidelines. Everything else is here's your packet. Thanks. We're all adults. Go look at this. Yes. can you log into the system? You know, do you know how to check your email? Do you know how to find help? And this is what we're expecting out of you. Go, right? Um, what do you say? What does what, what your traditional new teacher orientation look like? Do you, do you teach during those? Are you? What, what are you doing? What's your role? Well, so over the year I've evolved and just this past, just last year, we kind of evolved into finally settling on what you just said. Um, kind of what is the priorities? What do they need to know for the first day of school to use technology to take attendance and to check their email to know what's going on? So we prioritize those things. And we actually, and I have a link to a sample, a couple of samples in the show notes this week. Um, We talked about um, our school system is called CAS, Christian Academy School System. So it was called Getting to Know Tech at CAS. And um, what you're going to see in the show notes is a sample of an um, independent study. So instead of us standing up there talking to them for three hours, six hours, we listed everything they needed to know, accessing their Google Drive, logging on, accessing their email, our student information system. And um, just like a self-paced learner in our classroom, we gave them a checklist. And you know, if they sat there for 10 minutes and said, check, check, I know how to do that, I know how to do that, they could move on to the next session or our technology session ended up being the wrap up of the day. So they could leave, but then if they didn't understand, then they had to come see one of us. And you can kind of see how we map that out of who they needed to come talk to in the room to get extra help. So that way we could go over and we're not sitting there talking at 50 people, 15 of whom already know how to do such and such. And 
you know, 20 of whom are just sitting there confused. You could get that one-on-one self-paced instruction. And then I also have a sample of just our technology orientation page. These are the main things we use at Christian Academy School System. This is the URL, how you access it or where you go to get it. And this is the basis of how to sign in. And then if you need further assistance, contact Susan and so on. And I'm glad that you mentioned that because I feel one of the most important things that people can do during that new teacher orientation, you know, this does go to setting the guidelines and expectations, but, but setting up the family tree. If you need printer ink, that is the technology department. Yes. If you need, you know, how do I act, you know, my, my password's broken. That's the technology department. If you need, how do I use Google Slides to make an awesome lesson? That's Susan. And trying to figure out, you know, look, we talk about this a lot. Sometimes you need to be the printer person and you, sometimes you need to be the light bulb person because you're, you're, you're creating relationships. And right. being poor. But for the most part, those are the exceptions. You know, yes. this person does this. This person does this. If you need database help, it goes over here. If you need a, you know, a, somebody to talk to over here. Um, you know, the physical training stuff is important. You know, let me ask you on this one here, and, and I've seen this done both ways. If you're doing a six-hour six hour new teacher training, do you put the tech stuff at the beginning or of the day or at the end of the day? I have done it both ways. And, I mean, I tend, as the coach, as the presenter, I tend to be happier with it at the beginning. And I think they're more open to it at the beginning. But then, you know the rest of the curriculum map people and those kind of people when the curriculum coaches come in in the afternoon after the technology training and the teacher's eyes are glazed over, it's kind of a catch 22. So I, I prefer having all the tech stuff at the beginning. That way, if you do have students, you know, students, teachers that can't log in, you're not holding them extra time. Yes. Um, and then you had mentioned all the CNI people, you now tell them to come in, you know, sleep in late, come here by 10 o'clock. Right. And so that way, by the time they're there, everybody's all set up. You got your one notebooks, you got your Google sites, you got whatever you need. Everybody's already organized. And so, you know, everybody wants to get into these new teacher trainings. And the only thing that they're looking to do is check their email while other people are talking, right? Like they're, they're mm -hmm. trying to make friends. They're trying to make relationships with all those other things. Yes. Let's, let's switch a little bit here because, you know, many of us have done the physical, but there are going to be some schools out there that are just doing virtual. And I'm talking about the schools that are starting in two weeks. Like mm -hmm. they're, they're, some of these schools might not even be able to get into their buildings yet. And they've got new teacher orientation. Now, what do you do? Well, this is definitely where you can bring the checklist idea and um, utilize that even more so, you know, uh, send that to them prior to the training and have them complete it. And then you come on as a group and discuss it or you meet with smaller groups. You know, if you have 30 new teachers in your district or school, you, you know, don't have all 30 on one call. You do five or 10 at a time, and then you can yep. go over those. Any, or even, you know, have them fill out a form or a survey of their um, level of comfort. And that's where, you know, that need surveys that we've talked about in the past come into play. And then, of course, one other thing I wrote in the show notes is utilize video. Yes. You know, this is where trainings do not always have to be synchronous. 
you know, do a webinar or webinar format where you have, you know, you need to train them on Google Classroom. You have your whole playlist on YouTube of your own web presence and um, they have to watch through those Google Classroom videos. Put them in Edpuzzle if you want that accountability and right. make it where they have to watch it. And, you know, it's not going to give them credit until they watch every minute of that video and answer these certain questions. So, you know, it doesn't have to be synchronous every time. You know, we'd love to hear from you guys. What are you thinking about doing this year for new teacher orientation or even just any kind of summertime training? We've been talking a lot here on Ask the Tech Coach about doing summer boot camps. I hope you guys had a chance to check out our previous couple episodes here. We would love to have you guys not only join us on our roundtable meetings live every single Wednesday at 8.30 Eastern, but also let us know what you guys are doing. You know, we don't we, we always say we don't have the answers, but we're here trying to help you guys figure out yours. Yes. And so if there's anything that we can do for you guys, please let us know. All the all the show notes or stuff are going to be found over at askthetechcoach.com. This is episode number 96. It's not going to be easy. You know, I'm going to keep going back to this, Susan. Like, you know, our whole job is built off of rapport. How do you build rapport with the teacher through a Zoom meeting private chat? Right. Because, you know, I've done the thing where all, you know, the faculty meeting is happening and I'm just private chatting everybody. Susan, how you doing? Tom, mm -hmm. how you doing? Gary, how you doing? Yes. Just trying to, you know, not get, move the attention away from whoever's speaking, but just trying to get relationships going and trying to make sure people, you know, are, you know, doing those gut checks with everybody. This is the time where the tech coach has to stand up and shine. Yes. And we've got all Very the tools much. to do it. It's just a matter of how are we going to put all this stuff together? Mm -hmm. I mean, one thing I like to do is, you know, whether you're doing it physically or virtually is introduce yourself prior, whether that be through a Flipgrid video or just a Screencastify video, you know, don't wait till that first day and um, have those new teachers come in and trying to figure out who you are, even if it's just an email and not a video, ha have that sent out and introduce yourself give them a little bullet list of some of the services you offer things that you're happy to help them with as they start learning the curriculum and develop that relationship before you even see their face so many new teachers i've met just via email first before i even laid my eyes on them one of the things i've heard that's happening and i really like this idea before you have your new teacher orientation do a pre-training session that could be just watching a video, right? Mm -hmm. That could be doing a one-to-one -one or, you know, we're going to schedule every, every Monday at three o'clock, we're going to have one on whoever the week's new teachers are. So that way, if you are going to have to do virtual training or even physical training, you don't have all the problems of, I can't log in. You didn't create, yes. you kind of know those things ahead of time. And look, obviously we've all been through new teacher training where there's a bunch of people that got hired yesterday. Like, oh yeah every year but i'd rather walk into new teacher training with three of them than 30 of them and, and you know making sure that everybody's there i always look at google at google i always look at new teacher training as that's the commercial right people are going to judge the rest of the year on your position on the technology department on your admins that is that first opportunity to make a good impression so make a good one yes and if you overwhelm them Yes. And, and if they and if they look at you as, oh, my goodness, this person's really, really boring as a presenter. I don't want to walk into that person's office. Um, 
it's going to be a long year for everybody. <laughs> you know, it's new teacher orientation really. I mean, I've seen people come to new teacher orientation and then find other jobs. You know, yes, because I've seen they, it happen. they didn't vibe or, you know, maybe they were maybe they were in the middle of things and give people a reason to stay. You know, you hired them. Right. Right. Let, let's build a 20 year relationship with every single staff member. Right. Don't know. focus so much on the tools. Develop that relationship. You know, if if the majority chunk of the training is just you getting to know them, that's fine. And then you just throw just a couple of tool information to them that is important. You know, I'm going to make sure that we have access to all of these great PDF Susan that you put here. This is ask the tech coach podcast number eight episode number 96. There are two amazing links of sample technology orientation uh, pages and getting to know you guys. I highly recommend you guys checking all that stuff out. Susan, thank you so much for leaving those links. No problem. Happy to share. And, and please I, share yours out, out there, listeners, if you have them. Absolutely. Send leave, them on Twitter or whatever. Send on Twitter at Ask the, Ask the Tech Coach. Leave a message down below on the, on the bottom of our blog. We would love to hear from you guys and have you guys be a part of the TeacherCast Tech Coaches Network. Susan, I got a few more weeks left. I'm going to be sitting here building, uh, you know, like I said, videos of Classroom, Google Spark, all those uh, Adobe Spark. <laughs> All those it's been a long day already, <laughs> but we want to hear from you guys. What are you working on? How can we help you guys out? And most importantly, what would you guys like to see from this podcast? We've got some great topics coming up. We're going to be talking all about how to be a tech coach for the first time uh, coming up in August and September. And we've got a lot of other great things happening. So if you'd like to be a part of the tech coaches network or even be a guest on our show, please reach out to us at ask the tech coach on Twitter. And of course, you can always head on over to askthetechcoach.com and fill out our contact form. We would love to have from you guys. Susan, you have a new website coming, don't you? I do. I'm so excited. The new techimaginations.net is in the process of being developed right now. And um, Jeff is uh, lending his hand um, and advice. And we're so excited about what we're coming up with. We are looking at putting a great website together. And if you guys are interested in having a website for your own, I do have a little service called uh, Educational Web Design. You can head on over to educationalwebdesign.com. Check it out. And if you need a, a website created, I am happy to work with you, work with your team, work with your school. We've done it all. We worked with them all. It'd be great to work with you guys, too. And that wraps up this episode of Ask the Tech Coach 96. On behalf of Susan and everybody here in the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students. You've been listening to Ask the Tech Coach, hosted by Jeff Bradbury of the TeacherCast Educational Network. Please reach out to the show with all of your questions on Twitter at AskTheTechCoach or online at www.askthetechcoach.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please take a moment to write a review in the App Store.